the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Indeed, welcome to the show. This is episode 253 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast, The Boys of Tech. This episode is for the week commencing Monday the 23rd of December 2013. Two sleeps to go and it's Christmas. Woohoo! Joining me, yeah, you can probably hear a couple of people in the background. Joining me, I have Ben Sonko and Kim Farah. Welcome to the show both. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Uh, Hey, now, you know what? This is not just any old episode either, is it? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Enthusiasm. Au contraire. <laughs> it is our Christmas special. This is the very last show for 2013 of The Boys of Tech. Oh, yeah. that's sad. But that's okay because we'll be back in 2014, right? I know. We should have some. We should have had some Christmas specials that we found. Some stories? Know? Yeah, I know. Some Christmas themed stories? Some deals at the end. Oh, some deals on stuff. Yeah. Oh man, we could. Although, having said that, there's so much of that out there, isn't there? Yeah, have you, have you done all your? I hope you've done your Christmas shopping because you've only got two days left. I know. <laughs> no, we always leave us the last minute. Our family. Oh, do you? Yeah. And it doesn't bother you. No. That's how. <laughs> no. That's how you roll, right? That's how we roll. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ben, are you looking forward to Christmas? Um, sure. Yeah, I'm not a huge Christmas person, but it's um, it's fine. It's a good holiday season for you, right? Oh, it's nice to have a break, and the weather's always good. Yeah, yeah, good, good food, and catch up with some friends and that. Yeah, well, that's good. It's good. <sighs> okay, look, let's have a look at some of the tech stories. We'll make this a quick episode because everyone's, uh, you know, they've, they've downloaded the podcast, but there's, they've got so much to do at the moment. But a last-minute Christmas shopping, maybe, maybe some holiday plans. Uh, so we won't make this a long one. I did want to kick off with a story that. Seems pretty amazing. It's about a guy who was recently made homeless. He was forced out of his home because why? I forgot. I read, uh, I read He story lost his job. And oh, that's right. Yeah. The bank foreclosed, I think. That's right. Yeah. So he's, he's now homeless. And back in August, a programmer by the name of Patrick McConlog offered this guy, this guy's name is Leo, Leo Grand. He offered Leo a choice. Here's $100. Or I'll give you 16 coding lessons. And uh, he, he took the latter. He decided, yeah, look, I'll, uh, I'll learn to code. And uh, fast forward a little bit. He's now released his very first app. Uh, the app is called Trees for Cars. It's available for iOS and Android. It's a carpooling app. It's, a, it's a, an app that matches people who want to share a ride with someone with those who are able to offer a ride and share. And he's written every line of code himself. Cool, huh? Pretty impressive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Although I had this idea a few years ago for a website doing the same sort of thing, but I never never actually got around to doing anything about it. There's actually a few of them out there now too. Here in New Zealand, we've got Drive Social. I think that was – is that a government-sponsored one, I think? There was one, yeah. I think that that is the one. There was another one as well, which – I forget, but I remember Drive Social because pretty much every bus stop 
that you used to walk past or wait at. There was a big uh, ad there in the uh, in the ad shell for Drive Social. But anyway, here he is. He's got this app. It's available on the uh, iTunes Store and Google Play Store for ninety nine cents. And that's his thing. That's his. You know, he's making money from it. It's pretty good, actually. I yeah, I think I think it's a really good idea. I mean, like, like you said, there's a few of them out there, but um, yeah, it's something if you know I would use. Well, you know what this one offers that is slightly different from the others, that, at least the, the ones that I'm familiar with, is that it also tracks how much CO2 has been uh, has been saved, if you like, from being released into the environment because it knows how many people are carpooling. Well, it'll be a guess, a massive guess, though, oh, wouldn't it? Okay. Cause yeah. There's it's... so many factors involved, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. Still, um, it's still kind of neat. Yeah, puts a spin on it. It does. Um, I don't. I want to know why. Why was he given the choice? Like, why? Why is this guy walking around the street, going up to people, going, "Do you want a hundred dollars or sixteen coding lessons?" <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering the same. It's kind of weird, hey, eh? That's what people do. Haven't you been offered that before? No, no I got into coding a different way. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you turned down a hundred dollars. No, I, no, I took the hundred dollars that the guy offered, and then I went to university. But um, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe the the sixteen coding lessons and the free Chromebook was the way to go. <laughs> well, apparently th- there is a backstory to this, and that is that when Patrick was walking to work every day, he noticed Leo. He, uh, of course, he didn't know him as Leo, but he he saw this homeless guy near the Hudson River, and he's he was just I don't know played on his mind for a bit, and he decided to. To give him uh, an option to either achieve something productivity-wise, or um, or obviously, you know, hundred dollars as a as a charity. Well, well to be fair, if he's offering him sixteen coding lessons and a Chromebook with a three G and a solar charger and th- um, multiple books in development, do they have a face value higher than a hundred dollars? And if they do, then surely it would be crazy to take the hundred dollars and not take everything else and just sell it. Well, that, well, that is true. But does he is he supposed to keep that? I don't know. I don't know if that was part of the deal. I think so. Does he keep it? Well, I assume so. Well, how, else, how else does he? Well, or does he? He develops the app, and the guy takes the laptop back and sells the app. <laughs> oh no! Well, they, you don't sell the app from the laptop. I mean, once it's in the store, it's in the store. But look, I I don't know. I, I don't really know the in the ins and outs. But it's obviously been playing on his mind because he sees this guy. He sees this guy every day, or at least used to. And there we have it. Yeah, trees for cars. Is that is that what it is? Or tra- cars for trees? Cars I better get this right. Cars for trees. Yeah, swapping cars for trees. That makes sense, doesn't it? Story there from uh, New York. Now. Trees for cars. Is it trees for cars? <laughs> it's trees for cars. Is it trees yeah. for cars? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. This is. Hey, you know what would be really good now is if no, th- no, I shouldn't suggest this. But if someone wants to ride on his cozy house, you just got to create an app called Cars for Trees. But that wouldn't be very nice. I don't do it. That's where you climb trees together to keep cars <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, next story is uh, oh yeah, that's right the um, the the former government contractor who wanted to find out how to build a radio controlled airplane so he could build one for his kids. So he goes onto Google. This is a, a couple of years back, I think, or well, in two thousand and nine. He goes onto Google and he types in how do I build a radio controlled? And before he types airplane, Google auto suggests bomb and he must have you know i guess hit okay or something and so he ended up searching for how do i make a radio control bomb now he wasn't looking for that and obviously he repeated the search but it got logged 
and the go- uh, by the government, you know, by the uh, the spies, it was picked up. And from that point forward, he was hounded and threatened and harassed by the agencies. Surely there's got to be more to it than that. Well, like, that's what he's saying. There's got, I mean, this will be one one trigger. So, that, okay, so he's initiated one trigger. But if that's it, I mean, surely there is, like with the amount of information they're collecting, they're going to realize, like, if if this was legitimate, then he would have carried on searching. They would have, like, they would have seen that he was searching for helicopters, and then they would have seen more. Then they would have looked on his Facebook and seen him posting pictures of a helicopter, and then his kid would be posting on Twitter about the helicopter. Like, there would be a lot more backstory to it. If if this, like, but what if? I mean, if he's sitting mm. there searching for this, and then he follows the link, and then he follows another one, and then he goes to like eBay and buys the equipment to make a bomb, then sure. But I don't know. It just yeah, seems you, crazy. You have a, I hadn't thought of it like that, but you're you're right. It, you you would think that the the government spies, the people who have picked up on this, the analysts working for the government, would have applied some logic, some common sense, and as you said, you know, gone through the rest of us. Oh no, okay, right, because we all make these mistakes. Now, perhaps he was more in the science because he was a a government contractor, and perhaps they are spied on a bit more than. The non-government contractors, I'll but even that. so, but yeah. even so, I agree yeah. with I agree with you, Ben. That you would think it would be plain obvious that he was wanting to search for something other than you know a bomb, like searching for a, for the airplane, because he would have repeated the search or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I know you don't really watch a lot of movies, but I mean, there's all the time I'll watch a movie, something will happen. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that would be legitimate, and then you search for it, and you could be searching for like you know terrorist blow up building because. You want to see how they, you know, if it would <laughs> yeah, make sense. Yeah, or yeah. I watched Breaking Bad and I was like, oh, I wonder if there is actually a formula to make blue meth. So you look it up. It's like, I'm just curious. But based on these two searches, I'm a meth cooking terrorist. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that may be true, but it's not because of those searches. <laughs> ben, Ben. <laughs> You'll incriminate yourself. <laughs> no, I know you're joking. Um, yeah, look, you're right. I hadn't thought of that until now, until yeah. you mentioned it. I mean, there must be a lot of information, a lot of ways to collaborate the story one way or the other. So I just find it bizarre if this is the only thing that he's been that he's been hounded out on just this. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't really buy it. I mean, he's been stalked, you know, uh, he's been harassed. They uh, put a GPS antenna on his car, a tracker device on his car. He, the lost, other thing is, he lost his job. What's he agreed to when he's taken that job? Because potentially he's agreed to all this stuff. Like when he signed his contract, he might have said, yes, I, I swear that I am completely above board and you can use whatever means you need to to find out whether I am or not. And maybe the part of that is agreeing to have all of his searches logged, his car bugged, his house bugged. Like maybe he's agreed to all of that. Well, I'd be very surprised. Mm. He's seeking 13.8 million, US million that is, in compensatory damages and $45 million in punitive damages. And wow. he is suing. Oh, yeah, who is he suing? There's a bunch of people. He is suing well, a whole bunch of government officials, including Attorney General Eric Holder, Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, CIA Director John Brennan, Defence Secretary Chuck Hagel, and Secretary of State John Kerry, among others. So there you go. Yeah, mm. I wonder if he's a nut bar. Well... Look, you know, it, it's hard to to understand the story. You know, there's obviously information on both sides that we don't know yet. 
Mm. And it's just hard to make a judgment on it, really. I mean, maybe he did something else, and this is the cover story. I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah, well, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's possible. Either way, just watch your Google search queries in case it is correct. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? or you know, uh, it amazes me how like yeah, he'll, you know, like you lose your job and yes, you've been harassed or whatever, but. Forty-five million. Yeah, I don't. You know, I wonder where they get some of yeah, those I, things I, from. You know, it's a, you're right. he hasn't lost that much in his wages. You know, it's, yeah, that's you're absolutely right. I I don't know how they come up with crazy. these. Crazy. Yeah, he needs to go to Judge Judy. She, <laughs> yeah. she 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 doesn't stand for that. You know, when they they sue for some crazy amount, she'll say that's not how much you've you've lost. You've lost this much, and that's all you're getting. Goodbye. Yeah, that's, that's why I like her. And the other question is, how do you make a radio-controlled bomb? Do, do we know? I don't know. I might have to have a look now. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't recommend anyone searches for that one. I, I, I don't have time now, but I'll search tomorrow when I get to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just connect a tour first and then also a VPN as well. And then yeah, search. Tor's, Tor's not 100% safe by itself. No, but Tor plus VPN is better. Yeah, and private browsing and no history. And, yeah, all that. Right, one more story then, and this is the final story then for 2013 on the Boys of Tech on New Zealand's longest-running tech podcast. And that is, in fact, it's a new. Oh, it's a New Zealand story. You're supposed to have that little musical ditty thing that comes in to separate the previous section from this one. So here it is, right now. All right, welcome back. Now the story of. Sam Blackman. It's the guy who uh, who's, who's returning to New Zealand to spend Christmas with his parents. He's a New Zealander. And he was stopped at customs and he's had all his electronic gear taken. That is two smartphones, an iPad, a laptop and an external hard drive. They wouldn't say why. They wouldn't give a reason. They just took it and said that it uh, needs to be investigated forensically. And uh, that's enough to put the heebie-jeebies into you, isn't it? That, that would freak me out. Um, yeah. he can't understand why because he he's adamant he's got nothing on there that's you know of interest to the government if you know what I mean. Uh, the only explanation he can think of is that he attended a talk by Edward Snowden and he did do some live tweets from that from that talk. Customs say no, it's not nothing to do with that. Eventually, because eventually they in fact offered up a suggest uh, a. A reason, they said that it's to do with one instance of objectionable material being flagged on his internet account back in, uh, was it 2007? But he doesn't buy that because he says that uh, he's been overseas, he's travelled many, many times overseas since then and he's never been stopped. So why is this only coming to light now? Uh, he's had his all, all his gear returned, but that's all we know now. What do you make of that? It's pretty weird. It is weird, eh? Like, it's a bit like from a, 2007, you know? That's, that's a bit surprised that's, that they'd still be tracking and chasing all that, you know? I know. I mean, unless they're broadening their surge, and of course this now has come up in the things that the government's looking for, but... Just like, like they've just got to 2007 logs now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's it, Ben. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of space bars on more, you know? Yeah, <laughs> maybe someone forgot where they got to and it'll start again. So, oh man, back to 98. Oh wow. <laughs> that could well be it. 
Um, I don't know. It's yeah. weird, eh? I'm just wondering if there's something else. Because they're saying that, you know, like he, he said he didn't even live at the address where the account was from, so. Oh, the whole thing's bizarre. In fact, it's it's a little bit like this last story where I, I think there perhaps is some material maybe on both sides. Yeah, maybe there was a little bit more involved with that flat than he's letting on. Like, because it seems very strange that they even like, like, who cares where he was living? It's and the fact that they had logged information about that seems yeah seems strange. Yeah, I mean maybe it's just a copyright thing. Maybe it's a like a Kim dot com thing. Because look, let's put it this way: if it was a national security. Don't you think they would have raided his house? At, you know, at some point. Oh, I suppose if he was overseas when they noticed, they'd get him at no, customs. But no, no, you think they would have, if they knew it beforehand, they would have nabbed him beforehand. Uh, I don't know. I, it's yeah, I'm lost for words. Really, to be quite honest, they might have bugged him or something. Maybe you know. I, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd say that I'm sure they have. Mm. The only reason that he can think of is that he attended a talk by Edward Snowden. I mean, that sounds like a more valid reason. It kind of does, but, you know, and that's where customs actually then say, well, no, it's n- it's nothing to do with that. It's mm. to do with, so goodness knows. I don't know. Make of it what you can. Yeah, Sam Blackman. Shoes mm. I wouldn't want to be in right now, but, you know, innocent or not. Shall we wrap it up there for the year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All righty. Well, Kim, look, thank you very much for co-hosting on the very last episode of 2013. Thanks, Ian. I really enjoyed it. Excellent. It's been good having you on on the, on the uh, sort of later episodes there. You're our newest addition to the <laughs> panel of panellists. And Ben, look, thank you very much for co-hosting as well. Cheers, Ed. I'm looking forward to hearing about your um, your homeless approaches next year, trying to offer people coding lessons. <laughs> <laughs> look, you could do the same as well. Um, yeah. You could offer coding yeah. lessons or $100 to, except everyone here would take $100, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, a single, okay. you could try this, but I don't think a single homeless person here would say, I'll take the coding lessons, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think they so do. All right, look, thanks to our loyal listeners. You've been great. Without uh, Without our listeners, we don't have a show. So have yourselves a great Christmas and a happy new year and see you all in 2014. Till then, take care. Thank you. Goodbye.